Oh my God! Would you leave that? No, okay. no. You've got two bloody long laces here. There you go. Go on. What was you going to say then, mate? Shall we start? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the We Don't Grow Up podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. And today... And Henry. <laughs> and Henry, special guest, <laughs> Henry, who promises he won't make a sound. Good boy. Or no, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Henry, incidentally, is Dave's dog. <laughs> uh, what dog is he again? What type? A Shih Tzu. A Shih Tzu. Um, yeah, so we're going to start with Days Gone, new PlayStation exclusive, out soon. Some press have got their hands on it, um, detailed in a few changes that have made. Then we'll talk about Dave's film run, because Dave watches a ton of films. He's going to run through <laughs> them, uh, let us know what's good and what's not. And then we'll do our Netflix and Amazon Prime Club. And we'll talk about 47 Meters Down and what we do in the shadows. Those were yeah. our picks. We'll do full spoilers on those. We're going to talk Get Out as well, but without spoilers, because that we didn't mention that. But most people have probably seen it, so we didn't pick it for the uh, for the club. But yeah, Days Gone. Let's start there. Um, I've always been interested by this. It's never really floated your boat. No. But now uh, it's starting to intrigue you a little bit. Yeah. So it's open-world zombies... Uh, open world game zombies like in hordes not like here comes a single zombie let's take it out it's like hordes yeah. of zombies uh, rushing you and you're just like yeah. this one guy motorbike sort of leather jacket wearing um, like I said I've always been intrigued I thought it, I think it looks good yeah uh, but you've not been interested and uh, that's the general vibe it's been Sony's ex- if Sony exclusive that just hasn't really piqued anyone's interest really no. but um, some positive uh, news and, re- and previews coming out so what about it's changed your mind I'm not sure I, it's definitely not the fact that it's getting close to release date it's not that at all <laughs> are you sure positive um, because look, I've said to you haven't I I really am trying to clear the backlog but that's gone to pots because I'm just enjoying TV and film too much Um <laughs> I watched the docu, uh, docu dev diary, whatever it was, and I was a bit more intrigued. It looked a bit more, I don't know, the, the visuals looked better. It looked more polished. And I think one of them, it wasn't hordes of zombies. I think it was just one or two, like, beasts, like animals that had been infected by the virus. Mm. You know, and um, I was quite, I mean, I liked the way he was the travelling around on the bike. That intrigued me because, I don't know, some of it reminded me a bit of Max Payne in that. Not the setting, because obviously one's the... Apocalypse, the other ones, well, sort of the apocalypse, but desert, and the other ones in the uh, rural, isn't it? Rural America. Mm. I like the idea that you're travelling around on this bike and you can upgrade the bike. And I mean, I don't think I was keen on that at first, but when I watched this video, it interested me a little bit more. Um, the When I watched World War Z, I liked the way the zombies all hunted in packs in that. It was, it was a bit different to me than what we'd seen in other zombie films, but I wasn't. I'm not a massive zombie zombie fan. Mm. And that sounds stupid because I like the Resident Evil games. But it, it just, when he seen that reveal at E3, nothing really. It was like, oh yeah, open world, tick a box. Um, survival, encampments, tick two more boxes. But it's, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. But I think maybe it's because none of the critics were excited about it at E3. It was kind of like, oh, Sony's new games and open world. And he's like, all right, another open world. Yeah, that's fine. None of them seemed genuinely interested or excited about it because it wasn't bringing anything new to the table. Yeah. But the Eurogamer review, and from what I've seen um, from friends who read other sites, them saying that it seems to have turned a bit of a corner here now mm. and and a lot more excited about it. Maybe the stuff they're not allowed to talk about in the previews or... It probably know, is, yeah. But when, when is it released? Is it April? Um, hang on, it's on our list. Uh, days gone, twenty sixth of April. Yeah. yeah, so it's still way off. It'll probably go gold at the end of this month, won't it? Yeah, ready to but, go. Um, it's it's definitely one I'm going to keep my eye on now. I'm up for it. I've I've been interested. I, I would love nothing more than it to get come out. 
you know, the reviews a week before or two days before, whatever the embargo is resized. And it's and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's eights, it's solid sevens and it's eights and maybe. But if if I see sixes and fives, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm holding off. But if it like gets a few sevens and you know, mainly sevens across the board and a few eights, and there's some positives in there that really intrigue me, mm. then I probably will dive in. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, like I keep saying, um, the only real different thing it's doing is the hordes of zombies or hordes of any sort of enemy. You don't get that much in games, only in like those Onimusha games. Yes, not what you mean. Um, like those ones, like that Zelda spin-off. Um, yeah, Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors, and Hyrule stuff like Warriors. That, yeah. yeah, just you, a samurai sword, and yeah. hordes of people. Um, and I played the Zelda one the only one of those I've played and I really enjoyed it it was good fun you did feel like super powerful taking out like loads and loads of people yeah Um, but the the hordes when I've seen video footage of um, Days Gone the hordes look you're not like attacking them you're just running them and shrinking the horde until it's like more under control yes Um, it looks really good it looks really impressive that, that element the thing I'm worried about most, because I'm sure it will, well, I think it will play well. I think it will feel good. The shooting looks good when you see it. It's the story I'm worried about. Mm. I don't know if it's going to have much depth. And after King of the Zombie Games, uh, Last, Last of, of Us, which is also semi exclusive, <laughs> very different tone and vibe, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's how it'll play out. Very different. But, um, yeah, it's going to need a decent story, I think. And I don't know yeah. if it's going to have that. If it's just balls out fun, I'll be okay with that. But I do like a story in my games. Yeah. I mean, even the story in Mad Max was good. It died off in towards the second act, but then the third act in Mad Max was really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, did uh, we ever talk about the end of that? Yeah. Did we? <laughs> Yeah, we did. <laughs> that was conclusive, wasn't it? That was like, yep. yep. Don't go with it, and no tangent. Okay. We'll leave that with no <clears> tangents. <throat> Love that game. Yeah, um, very good. Yeah, hopefully it's got a good story. That's all I'm worried about is the story. I think the rest will be fine. But I think a story could elevate it into that sort of nines, tens. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I mean, I don't want to get too excited about it because I could get excited and then just it turns out to be what I expected and you're like, mm. yeah. The less, excited, the less excited you are, the more room it's got to impress you. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd love it to be really good and then I'll go, oh, you know what, I'm going to cave and it's going to be my first purchase of the year because I did want to get Resi 2 but then I bought, as I say, bottled it, I backed down on that to hit my backlog and I've still got a good, what, six weeks before this is released to hit the backlog mm. but the way I'm going at the moment, I'm not going to make an even slight dent in that. I'm the same. I've been watching telly films, mm. but not even that many of them. I'm back to Pikmin 3. It's like my feel-good fallback game. Mm. My daughter got back into it. She was playing it, so I was playing it with her, and then I found myself still playing it when she'd gone to bed. Yeah. I was like, I've got games I haven't played <laughs> I need to play, yeah. or that I should yeah. be playing. Over, over yeah. 200 hours in Pikmin. Three. Jeez, I probably a lot. I probably played it more than anyone else in the world by this point. That's crazy. <laughs> Say like a six-hour campaign. I've just been in the maps, like the extra, the challenge map stuff. Yeah, crazy. I need to like <laughs> wean myself off it again. Oh, you got your value out of it, haven't you? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So <clears> that's <throat> really our only talking point in terms of games. Let's. Now move on to your game, your um, Dave's film rundown. No, it's not as long as it normally is, but that's because I've been making a lot of progress in um, other TV shows. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't finished them yet. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> did I say did I review Lego Movie Two on the last pod? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, and I did. I think you definitely I, spoke to me about it. Yeah, I Tonya, a fox catcher. Yeah. Yep. Well, if I didn't do Lego Movie 2, I'm just going to do it now very quickly. Meh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's that reviewed. Okay. Yep. All right. There's only there's not that much here, actually, because two of them are... Um, uh, there's only four films. It knows one, two, 
three, only three films, but I have been making a lot of progress and other stuff. So I just I watched Halloween again, the 2018 um, sequel to the original, mm. and again I still think that's a fantastic movie. Rivals the first film in almost every aspect. I love it. I, I'm probably going to watch it again this weekend if I'm honest. Really? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I really really enjoy that film. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like an, a shit your pants scary horror, but it's, I just think it's such a well-made film. Mm. And it's short. Um, <laughs> then I watched... Uh, I, I was watching... I don't know what I was doing watching this. So I watched Taken a few years ago with Liam Neeson, and then he just kind of seemed to make loads and loads of these films where he's kind of like the guy yeah. who stops every major event. And I don't watch any of them, but then I was watching this one, he was on an aeroplane, it's called Nonstop. Mm. I just was watching it the first 10, 15 minutes. I thought, you know what? This is, I think I might be able to sit through this. And I watched it, and I thought, yeah, the ending was a bit... Oh, God... But um, but yeah, I enjoyed. It. I thought it was all right. To be fair, it wasn't too bad. Um, then I watched our two uh, films, and then I watched a film called All the Money in the World. Have you heard of that? It was it called All the Money in the World. Never by heard of it. Ridley Scott. Um, it's a true story about. Um, I think his name is Paul or John Getty. No, John Getty. I think it was. He was the richest family in the world at one point. The Gettys. Have you heard of them? Yeah, American. I don't know. Um, I think there might be, but it seems English in it. But oh, okay. I, I don't know enough about them to be honest. Um, and basically, his, his grandson is kidnapped, and they want to ransom seventeen million. Now he's the richest man in the world. I think he's worth over a billion. And he's like, no. What time is it paying. set? What, what, what era? Um, I think it's the seventies or eighties. Mm. It might be the late seventies. <clears throat> True story. Um. Kevin Spacey played Getty originally, but after all the scandal and that, they reshot all, all of his scenes with um, Christopher Plummer. And Mark Wahlberg is the negotiator, kind of ex-CIA guy. And then Michelle Williams, I think it's Michelle Williams' her name. She's the mother, Paul's Paul Getty's mother. And mm. obviously she's she's divorced from the son. And um, she, settled, she says, I don't want any money because John Getty is a really tight, spiteful bastard. He's portrayed like that in the film. Yeah. And she's when she divorces, he's like, tell me how much you want. He's like, I don't want no money. I, I don't want anything off you. I just want my kids. That's the end of it. So he's like, yeah, right then. But then when her son's kidnapped, he won't pay the ransom. And then it escalates. And then he eventually says, I will pay the ransom. But obviously that comes with stipulations, which just are cruel. Mm. Um, it's a really, really good film. Very, I mean, Mark, I'm not a massive Mark Wahlberg fan, but when he does films like this, I think to myself, "Jesus, he's a good actor." Yeah, he does a lot of. Uh, he does like, a lot of the macho stuff, doesn't he? He gets his big paydays. Yeah, he's nice when you see him in films like this, and you think, "Gee, I mean, he probably still gets a big payday for this." But it's nice when you see him in this and think, "Jesus, you, you are a good actor." Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, yeah. I know that sounds bad coming from somebody like me who is a no. I'm not a film critic or anything like that. But I, when I see him in stuff like this, it's like when I watch that. Um, oh god, what was that film? Where is it? It's a true story about an American football player who turned pro, a teacher at about 32 years old. Oh, I don't know. Never heard of it's, this. Yeah, it's really good. I can't think what it's called off the top of my head. But um, he's in that, and that was good. But he was really good in this. Don't get me wrong, he's not a steam sealer or anything, but he's, he's good, he's really good in it. Michelle Williams, is abs- she's just fantastic in everything anyway. But um, it, I'd re- highly recommend it if you get to see it. I don't know if it's on Prime or Netflix at any point, but when it does pop up, make sure was, you do watch it. What was it called? <clears throat> All the Money in the World. Okay. So, yeah, that was my film. Listen, obviously, I've been catching up with Modern Family, Big Bang Theory, and... Um, the Umbrella Academy. Oh, I've, I've finished that. Have you? I'm freezing episode, episodes from the end now, so... How are you finding it? Uh, very hit and miss in parts, but overall, an enjoyable watch so far. Mm. Have you predicted everything? Bits and bobs. Yeah. I wouldn't say I've, I've, I've guessed everything now, because to, I'll be honest with you, a couple of episodes I've watched when I'm tired and I've kind of just been like, oh, shit, have I missed something? Stuff. I'm a bit confused now. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what but, you mean. But um, no, it's, uh, I do like it. I don't think it's amazing by any point, but uh, by any means, sorry, but um, it's an enjoyable watch. Mm. It kind of felt like that. Yeah. It very by the numbers in certain parts. Yeah, very by the numbers. But it has got... Uh, I think what carries it through is how 
diverse the cast and characters are, mm. and and they all seem quite interesting and really well acted. I suppose the weakest one is probably number one, who's yeah. the so-called leader. I think all the rest are quite interesting. Yeah, he is the weakest um, <clears throat> acting ability. I tell you who the best. I think is the kid. Oh, he's fantastic. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. He is the. It's just the focal point of every scene. Or he makes himself the focal point of every scene. He's so good. Yeah. You just forget that he's quite. He's in the show. He's a forty-five or fifty-five-year-old man yeah. in the child's body. Yes. Um, but you just forget he's a kid. Yeah. Even though he obviously is, and he's wearing a school uniform most of the time. Mm. It's just like, oh my god, you're you're just acting with these adults, and you're absolutely just. Not really holding your own, you're stealing it. He's yeah. brilliant. I like Ellen Page, I do, but I watched this and I thought, is she just typecast now? Is playing this like, is playing the sad individual in almost everything? I watched her in someone long back and she just played the same sort of like sad, lonely, miserable person. I was like, she, she's got way more than this to her, way more strings to her bow than this. I think she'll. <clears throat> I don't know, I'm going to sound mean, but I think she'll blossom, uh, have another, like, surge of popularity when she's a bit older. When mm. she's old enough to play, like, a mum, or that sort of age, Yeah, I think she'll, I think her career will, like, find a new lease of life. Yeah, I mean, she's fantastic. She's really cool. good. Yeah. Very good. I predicted her storyline from, like, episode two. I've got three episodes left. I'll probably finish it by the end of the weekend. Okay. Maybe we'll talk about that one next pod then. Yeah, definitely. A few spoilers. We'll go on about the ending of it, how it finished, the final acts. Yeah. Episodes, I mean, acts, sorry. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I've watched that. I don't make lists like you do. I can't remember what else I've watched. I've watched Get Out. So, let's talk Get Out with no spoilers, because... Oh we weren't no spoilers. Dis- yeah. Well, well, we could talk about it after, so people can just switch off if they don't want. Okay. Okay, we'll talk about it after Netflix and Prime uh, okay. Club. So let's talk about our films, our two picks. Full yes. spoilers. Uh, let's start with 47 Metres Down, our Netflix pick. Yeah. Uh, what, did you, what did you think, Dave? Right. Oh, let's, n- let's set the premise up. This is a... Hang on, let me find... I'll edit the dead air out. Let me find the synopsis. And I'll read the synopsis. Oh, actually, Netflix synopsis. Synopsis. They're rubbish. <laughs> Absolute shy. There's, there's like two synopsis, and then there's like the main one, and then you click on it, and there's another one with more detail, and you're like, all right. Oh, is there? Hang on, yeah. I reckon I can do a better job, but you go for that one. Let's see. <laughs> let's, see what that, let's see what the Netflix or the IMDb one says. Right, this is Netflix. I've got to read it straight from Netflix. Um, with little oxygen left in her scuba tanks, two sisters... Well, that doesn't make sense already. Oh, their scuba yeah. tanks, I misread. Sorry, that's my fault. With little oxygen left in their scuba tanks, two sisters are trapped in a shark cage at the bottom of the ocean while great whites circle nearby. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the premise. That's actually Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's all right. It's, it doesn't... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. yeah. They did alright with that one after we yeah, slagged yeah. them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, when it started, you know the opening scene where it's showing you the bottom of the sea where they actually end up trapped. I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm liking this. I'm getting a good vibe off this. And then it started, and I thought the relationship between the two was a bit... I mean, I love the opening scene, but the way she swung up and knocked her sister off the um, dinghy in the pool. I thought that was mm. brilliant, the shot. Mm. Um, but I was kind of like... Oh, with the music, it's like beep, 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 beep. I was like, oh god, it's really cheesy. Like, I was thinking, oh god, it's going to be like one of these crappy kids go on holiday to a B for films and stuff. And you then, did say it was cheesy. You predicted, yes, you predicted yeah, I did say it was film. something cheesy. But I'm going to be honest, yeah. Once they got into that cage, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. And, and I'm getting the feeling you didn't, but I really, <laughs> I, I really, I'm not saying I bought into the premise, but I thought it was a good idea. Um, you know, they're just in this um, cage and it all goes fucking wrong. It, it, it felt believable to an extent. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, it's not like, oh, there's 
the greatest, biggest shark ever, Megadolon or whatever it's called, <laughs> yeah. was just suddenly, you know what I mean? I thought, I thought they'd got it all logically right up to that point. Uh, yeah, then putting blood and fish guts into the sea, which is, I think she says it's illegal. Um, the two lads go down, then they go down, and obviously August tits up. I mean, some of it, when they're down there, it gets a little bit far-fetched down there. But, you know, they've got to keep the film going because mm. it could have just ended. But I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I thought the one bit which was ridiculous was when, you know, when she goes over the kind of, what would you call it, Ant, when she's, she's she goes across and she says, I can't see below me. Is it, what do you call that in the sea? It's not a cavern, mm, is it? An abyss? Yes, an abyss, I suppose. She goes across kind of, the abyss well she goes that there's a cliff isn't there just drops away gets even deeper she swims across but then she's like oh I can't see which way did I come but she finds a way back and like oh for god's sake yeah but you have to kind of forgive that because the film just ends otherwise she just suffocates and you know what I mean Mm. but um I I know it's because I can be a bit of a film snob I know that but I've just I bought into all and I just really enjoyed it it was short um, I thought the shark attacks were done really well. I did jump a couple of times. I knew they was coming, but they still got me. Um, the money shot, two money shots I thought at the end, the one with the flare, when they relight the flare and all the sharks are around them about to attack. Mm. I thought that looked fantastic. And then when she's trying to climb up the... I mean, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, full spoilers. This yeah. is our Netflix club. Yeah, and then when she tries to climb up the boat and the shark comes out the water, just grabs her on the thigh and drags her under just like... Fucking hell, that looked good. Was Actually, that, we ran that. Was that her dream? Yeah, yeah, that's when she's that was, uh, yeah. hallucinating. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, fuck. But then when she was in the boat and there was lying there, I was thinking, hang on. I forgot. I thought, yeah, because they've dragged it on so long, I forgot she's hallucinating. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, my brother said to, I said to my brother, have you seen it? He said, yeah, I thought it was shit. I said, no. I says, no, <laughs> normally I don't buy stuff like this. But I says, I really enjoyed it. I says, because there's so few and far between good shark films. It's quite well, a niche, niche uh, thing, shark film. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I watched The Shallows a few years back and I wasn't overly impressed with that. But I liked this more because it felt more, I don't know, is it organic the right word to say? Like, it felt more believable. Like, yeah, this is a kind of like, thing that like could be fucking happen. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Go on then, what did you think? I thought it was a bit naff. No, I mean, it's... it was okay. I didn't I didn't particularly like the <clears throat> characters. No, the... I did think the... Yeah, go on, yeah, sorry. The, the girls were okay. Um, the two uh, main girls who go on holiday to escape, but their story was yeah. a bit contrived. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the guys they sort of hooked up with, that all happened a bit too quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know they're trying to get to the sharks because that's the point of the film and it's that sort yeah. of film. But it was just a bit too sort of... They were a bit they, too they trusting. They didn't need that, though, did they? Because they could have just said with that. They didn't need those dudes because the, it could have just been something as simple as she tells her about a boyfriend dumping her mm. and then the next day she's like, I've got a surprise for you. Mm. And, and that could have been it. I don't think the guys were needed, like you said. I think they could have yeah. just... It's good, oh, my husband, blah, blah, blah. Let's get away, <clears> let's get away. They don't yeah. need um, these two guys to introduce them to this dodgy fishing thing. They could have just no. gone to the harbour, yeah. seen a guy with a flyer, and got on the boat. Yeah. They didn't need those two guys. Those two guys didn't play any part. It was also weird that they went in the cage and went down, and then the girls went in the cage and went down. Okay, there might not be room for all four, but they're supposed to be like their new love interest. So it... it it was almost weird that they didn't go down in couples. Mm. I don't well, know. I don't know about love interest. I think it was just more of like hotel fucking holiday fling. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. But um, it's like I say, you know, it, it, it's, it is a cheesy kind of thriller slash. I don't think you go horror. No. Thriller, well, I don't even know thriller, but you know, just to say what it is, shark attack film. Yeah. But. Um, but like, I, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it was brilliant by any means. Like I, I wrote this little review on CV, CVG, and I, I was like, "Yeah, I really enjoyed it." And then I gave it like, I think it was two point five or three stars out of five. And someone says, "But you just wrote a glowing review." And he said, "Yeah, but that doesn't mean it says four out of five. It was <laughs> five out of five. It was just, it was a good, it was good at what it was." Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if you watched, um, I don't know, let's say a comic book film that you really enjoyed 
And you thought, yeah, 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 that was great. The action was great. Was, the character and story was shit. But I'd watch it again because I really enjoyed the action. You wouldn't then go, well, it's a five out of five, out of five film. Mm. You know what I mean? You, you kind of would like, like, I think a good example I can give you is like that Halloween film I love. The one that, I'd never give that five out of five. Mm. I just think it's great at what it does. I think Hereditary deserves more praise than Halloween, and that's got you know, I don't I don't think it's a better film in every aspect, but I still think overall it's it's a it's a more interesting film. Mm. You're almost rewarding the ambition of it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's and what I was saying. It's been like what I was saying it. with with Days Gone is um, if it's a great game, but it's just yeah. seven. Having that story, having that extra bit, could just yes, elevate yes. it. It's yeah. It needs to to get like a great score. It needs to do yeah. everything well. So why does Mario score so high all the time? <laughs> because it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't pretend to have a story. Yeah, you're biting. I'm, I'm fishing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm answering. I caught, I caught a big one here. Uh, but, but, yeah, like I say, it's just. It is what it is. It wears its heart on its sleeve, and I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was short. It got through the scenes fast. It never really died down too much. Where he's like, ooh, and I like the way the sharks wasn't always so. You know, like in, I love Jaws, but he, but you know when he watched Jaws and then you think, oh my god, the shark is literally attacking the boat. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna kill you, like biting the boat in half. You know, like if somebody made Jaws now, it would score really low. It would get panned. They go, oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah. You it would, wouldn't it? I haven't yeah. seen it for years. I don't know. I mean, Jaws is, I think it's fantastic. I love Jaws, but Jaws gets, excuse me, because the characters are great. You know what I mean? And the, it's a lot of the, the speeches and the chats they have, like on the boats. And mm. you know what I mean? When he's on a boat, um, is it the Indianapolis when they, you know, they delivered the nuke and stuff like that? And Richard Dreyfus is fantastic as well. But, um, you know, towards the end, Jaws just does go batshit crazy. Like he's attacking the boat, he eats a canister. <laughs> That's <laughs> iconic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. And I just think logically, it's a lot more believable than other films I've seen. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Mm. What did you think of the um, the sharks, though? I thought I didn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think they looked perfect but I thought the CGI was very good to be fair from I, what I thought the CGI was pretty good the only yeah. disappointing thing was those sharks could have got them every time the sharks came like close to getting them yes I always thought that they wouldn't have got away from that the I didn't get that because them. the kind of like they just kind of ducked their head and they went over and was like what I know <laughs> so you they, can't they kind of like water <laughs> yeah they kind of like moved it was like the sharks missed them on purpose almost yeah that's that's the feeling I got, and it just that killed any suspense. It's like, oh, okay, the sharks just. Oh, you got like a shark. I did. I was tense when they was trying to swim back to the boat on the life, but I've been like that recently a lot in the films I'm watching. Like I was watching Halloween, and I was still on edge at a couple of points. <laughs> Not scared, but like on edge, thinking, shit, when does the fucking the jump come? Mm. Do you know what I mean? When does the jump jump scare arrive? <laughs> I need to see that Halloween. I've not watched it. I mean, like, for, for me, 47, 47 metres down, it's a thumbs up. I think it's worth a watch to make up your own mind if you haven't seen it. I think it's a, it's a group film. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point, actually. Watch it with a bunch of friends. Maybe oh, a little bit drunk might help things along. <laughs> I watched the end of it with my kids, and I was thinking, shit, this is really gruesome. But like Harrison was just sitting there really placid, like... <laughs> Okay. Serial killer. <laughs> yeah, he's like just yeah, he's Dexter in disguise. <laughs> I have to get the code. <laughs> yeah. If he's like, oh, is that real, Dad? I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on to the next one anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's talk. What rating was that film that you like? It was a fifteen. Was it okay? I was just—I was watching the end. And there was, I was like, I've got to finish this film. Is it twelve or fifteen? I'll have a look. 15. But you know, it's not like horrible monsters. No. H. What to me, it was no worse than what he watches when he watches um, Blue Planet <laughs> and Planet Earth. That's true. Do you know? You know what I mean? Except it's people. And the difference is, people deserve it more than other animals. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> um, it's a fifteen. <laughs> He's only six years off it. 
<laughs> it's a lot of development in six years. But anyway. Um, oh, I don't know why this just popped in my head. Grealish's goal. Did you see Grealish's goal? Yeah. I'm so glad he's back in the team. Anyway, um, <laughs> next film, uh, which was our prime film, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Um, mm-hmm. Shall I read the synopsis of this one? Yeah, go on then. <laughs> I think we should probably do this more often. Although people should have watched it because this is the club. Uh, so you're supposed to have watched so we can talk about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my lecture. This is the synopsis. <laughs> Following the lives of Vigo, Deacon and... I can't remember his name. Vladislav? Yeah, Vladislav. Yeah. And Peter. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not in, the, he's not in this bit. Uh, three flatmates who are just trying to get by and overcome life's obstacles like being immortal vampires who feast on human blood. Hundreds of years old, the vampires are finding that beyond sunlight catastrophes and not being able to get a sense of their wardrobe without reflection, modern society has them struggling. So, this is like a docu... That's a terrible synopsis, that is, really. That could put you off. It it doesn't mention... Well, it does mention humour, because obviously it's ridiculous and you know it's not real. Yeah. But um, it doesn't mention the fact that it's like a documentary type thing. Anyway. No, it doesn't. 86 minutes long, it's a nice length. Yes. Uh, so you yeah, can watch is... after the scene. There's an after scenes credit, uh, after credits, end of credits scene as well. Yes, I did watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like a as you as I just read it, it's um, three vampires. It's more than three though, isn't it? Four. Yeah, it's four. That blurb is shit. <laughs> uh, four mm. vampires um, from different periods of history. So there's there's some like <laughs> there's one like a thousand years old, one's three hundred years old because obviously they're immortal. Yeah. Um, and they've uh, let this film crew come and film them in Australia, <laughs> uh, New Zealand, not Australia. Sorry, New Zealanders. Uh, Did you know that Viago was the director? No, is that what? That's what's Taiki, his name? We, Wahiti, oh, Sorry, I'm really apologetic. I do not know to pronounce that blog's name. He's <laughs> the director of Four Ragnarok, isn't he? And boy, yeah. And Eagle versus Shark. Oh, is he that M as well? Yeah, I think so. And do you remember when I told you about the film, The Breaker Uppers? Yes. Well, the girl who, you know, becomes, who's like, he's a um, servant. She's the star in that. Because oh. he produced that. But carry on. Uh, yeah. So it's like a documentary type uh, thing with these uh, vampires. Uh, straight up comedy. <clears throat> like, no laugh to track it is shot like a bit like The Office you know a mockumentary yeah, fly on the wall yeah, yeah. fly on the wall yeah uh, yeah what did you think because it's the second time I've seen it what did, what did you think oh I loved it I thought it was brilliant it's I good really <laughs> I mean I can't wait for the TV series now I don't know when it's airing in. apparently BBC 2 have got it but have I'll they? be watching that yeah because Matt Berry's in that and I love Matt Berry who's Matt, Matt Berry Matt that name rings a bell have you seen the IT code yes He's the, you know, the when the one boss kills himself, jumps out the window and the new one comes in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got that <laughs> really, really, really fingy voice, doesn't he? He's in that other um, thing you told me to watch, The Toast of London. Oh, God, yeah, he's, I think that's fantastic. That's so stupid. I've got to watch but, that. That's brilliant. But, um, yeah, I just, I was, I was crying at certain points and rewinding it to all, like, laugh again at certain things. I just, <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And Peter, I thought Peter was brilliant, and he just stole every scene he was in. You know, everything he's downstairs, and he's like, "Oh, hi, Peter!" <laughs> and he goes <laughs> like yeah. that at him, and he's like, "That made me jump." And um, I mean, there's so many brilliant scenes in it, but the one when uh, what's his name, the guy, who, the white guy, the white guy, you know, the um, the small one who who hates, is it Michael? You know, know, he he has a fight with him as a bat. Oh, um... I can't remember the name, sorry. I can't remember the names. He's going, he's he's wearing the same jacket as me, and he can't stand it. Yeah. But I love it when he's saying, yes, I was selling my wares, and then this (laughs) giant bat appeared and bit me and drained all my blood and then asked me to come back to his house and drink his blood. He says, and it was Peter. And the camera pans out, and Peter's standing next, sitting next to him. I was like, I was like, oh my 
God, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. My, I've got friends who just won't understand that comedy. Mm. You know what I mean? They're just like, what's so funny about that, Dave? And I'll be like, oh, you just don't get it, do you? Yeah. But, no, and I'm like, yeah. That's some of my yeah. favourite comedy. I love that. Just all Yeah. Friends. And then the, the, when the werewolves are in the goal, oh, don't get too close, you might catch fleas. Yeah. And he goes, fuck, fuck off. And he goes, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> it's just... So good. It's absolutely brilliant. And um, <clears throat> if, like I say, if, it's, it, some people want jokes. They, they won't like that type of comedy. And that's understandable. But uh, for me, I, I absolutely loved it. It's something I will purchase for my collection. I thought it was it, that good. It's really good. Um, it's not much to say about it because all I want to do is praise it. Um, I haven't got a negative to say about it, to be honest with you. Not any. Not Actually, I don't think I have. I don't think I have to be honest. Not. Th- I mean, don't get me wrong. One or two of the jokes, they're not laugh out loud, but they are still funny. Mm. Even the like the weak jokes are still funny in there. Mm. I mean, the bat fight, when the, and then when he's going around telling everyone he's a vampire, and he goes, "Oh, I'm a vampire hunter." <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, I like it was, yeah, the police come to the house, and he's going, "Oh, what's that?" He's going, "Why?" Because they've got no fire alarm. They've got no. F- Fire detectors. <laughs> and like, oh, they and then there's... Hypnotise them on the way in, don't they? Yeah. 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 And I like him, um, what's his name? Um, Jermaine? No, oh, I'm getting that wrong, aren't I? No, it is Jermaine. I think that's his real name. Yeah. I don't know, I can't remember his name in it, but... Oh, he's Vladivlish, or whatever his name was. Yeah, I thought he... I mean, he doesn't... He doesn't have as much, like, lines and screen time as a couple of the others, but... It's so funny. He's got such and, a deadpan face. Yeah. Oh, it's Jermaine, it was, not not the other one. Is it's it just I, I, I can't remember all the jokes in it because there's just so many good jokes in it. But um, I like it when St- Stu meets up with home and they're uh, oh Stu's a great guy, and then <laughs> you know <laughs> and then he um, what is it he does? Oh God. He's, that's it. He's, he's showing them how to use the camera phone so they can look at themselves and stuff like that. And yeah, it just blows their mind, but it doesn't it with the technology. Yeah, and I like it when he skypes his his um, old butler. He says, "You you put you put that on postage on." He's got master. I'm old. You said you change me. <laughs> yeah, and he wraps it up, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, "You said you turn me into a vampire." He goes, he's I'm like, 93. anyway, <laughs> yeah, because he's yeah. like really nice. And when they bring the two people in, he goes, "You a virgin?" He goes, "No." And she goes. You have a version. He says, no, she goes, I'm really sorry about this guy. He goes, but would you sleep with her? I wouldn't sleep with her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and when, you know, when like he's going to kill that one victim, Viago, whatever his name is, and he's putting the newspapers down talking to her. I was like, oh, God. Yes. He's, he's really back. It's just so, I mean, I could keep going on. Like, you know, when they're the, the meeting, and then yeah. um, they disagree on something, and they both just suddenly fly up in the air going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get... And it pans out, and Jermaine like kind of looks sideways at the cameras, just saying, yeah. "Oh God, yeah, here we go again." Yeah, so I love that flying scene because they can't. I t- tell you what, the effects because there were some yeah. digital effects. None of them look ropey at all. No, no. I no. thought they were I done think... really well. Yeah, I suppose it helps that they're kind of gone with that kind of not shaky cam, but handheld cam. Like you mm. say, documentary, you get away with a bit of the fuzziness and graininess. Can probably help cover up a lot of it. Because like when the werewolves are in, a lot of it's kind of out of focus, isn't it? Okay. When the werewolf attack towards the end. Mm, yeah, that's very shaky. But that bat fight was quite in focus. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, like you say, the CGI would it's 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 fine. I was actually like, Jesus, they must have threw a little bit of money at that. Mm. But I suppose the rest of it was so cheap to do. Yeah. But it is a fantastic film. I mean, it's a huge thumbs up for me. For me anybody too. who likes comedy. Jermaine Clements uh, got a director's credit on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co-directors, wasn't they? Um, I can't pronounce his name. Taki Watiti? I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's brilliant. You say he was in it. Which one was he? Which one? Oh, actually, he was the, he's the uh, main one. He's at the start. Um, is it Viago? Oh, he's yeah. going around waking everybody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he actually plays in... Have you seen Paul Ragnarok? Oh, yeah, he's the rock guy. Yeah. I recognise like his voice now. Yeah, he's got some really... Like, when he's talking to his brother and he disappears and he goes, piss off, ghost! And he runs over and kicks the wall. I was like, oh, I really get that bloke's kind of style of comedy. 
it's perfect. It's perfect, but it's very, it's very down in my street, is what I should say. You've got to watch Flight of the Concords. That is, yeah, that'll be right up your street, I'm sure. It's yeah, this, it's the uh, same sort of comedy, and it's Jermaine Clement and uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, Brett, Brett something. Mm. Honestly, you'll love it. Yeah, I will. I will hold that down. But um, yeah, what we do in the shadows for me it was a good. It was probably one of the best. Um, you know, like um, streaming club choices we've had because I really enjoyed both films. Yeah, they were both good. Well, Forty Seven no, Years Down you, was okay. If you didn't enjoy, it, you didn't enjoy. It, did you? I suppose what you could say is it was watchable. It was a popcorn film, but I get what you're saying. It didn't really get you going or keep you interested. It was just the sharks. The sharks not being able to hunt these unexperienced scuba divers is what annoyed me. The rest of the film. Uh, the, the story bit was a bit naff. The setup yeah. was a bit naff. The sharks were a bit naff. But the tents running out of air being trapped, yeah, I thought that, that was, was really good. That would have been a pretty decent film on its own without the sharks, wouldn't it? To be honest, that could have been. I think it would have been better. Although, they couldn't have swum straight back up, could they? They needed something no. to scare them down. Well, that was interesting, so I never knew about that. I was actually quite interested by that. What, the bends? Yeah, yeah never heard of that. Oh, I've, I've heard of that. Do you know where I first heard about that? Radiohead album? Baywatch. Oh. <laughs> Baywatch. I remember that from a Baywatch episode. Never heard of it. It's quite interesting, to be honest. Mm, yeah, it's the pressure. But it's weird. Very strange. Mm. But um, that, well, yeah, that's... No, but then he just, like, floated a bit up, waited, and come a bit up, a bit further up. Yeah. I think they did need the sharks to scare them down, I suppose. But they were just... They shouldn't have. Um, they shouldn't have got so close because the shark wouldn't miss. No, it just wouldn't. No, I did like that thing where they said, "Oh, if you go out of the cage, stay very close to the, the yeah. ground because sharks attack from underneath," which makes sense because yeah. their eyes and everything of where they're placed and their mouth is always in that awkward underneath place. Yeah, because well, they're blind, aren't they? Sharks? Are they? I don't know. I don't think they're blind. I thought sharks were blind and they used the sonar. No, I'm pretty sure they see. I don't Ooh. know how. I don't know how well. Do a Google. Do a quick Google when I show. Yeah, off sure, great whites were blind. But then again, having saying that, they would have made a joke about that in Finding Nemo, wouldn't they? Because <laughs> you know what the likely Probably, things are. Yeah. They're really good at that stuff, aren't they? And they would have mentioned it in this, surely. Yeah, I mean, I always believed they were blind, but that's probably just something I've heard. But um. But the only thing was, I suppose I get that, but you know when they were swimming, and I was thinking, how were they missing them? Because he said to her at the start, he can hear your heartbeat from ten miles away. Was it, or was it ten kilometers? Sorry, he said that again. I was reading about sharks. You know the guy <laughs> who's teasing her when she goes in the cage, the like kind of mm. dickhead on the boat. Yeah. He says to her, "Don't get too scared because you can hear your heartbeat from ten miles or ten kilometers away." Yeah, he did say that. I was, was like, like, "That sounds like bullshit." I don't know how true that is, but if it, say if it was true, you'd be like, oh, fucking hell. Mm, yeah, I don't believe how, how that. Ever the missing? Because if that was true, they did. They would hear too much. They'd be like, oh my God, I can't get any peace and quiet anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I've just Googled it. The first thing that pops up is, great white sharks don't have eyelids, but they can roll their eyeballs during attacks to prevent eye injury. In the last moment of attacks... Sharks are practically blind. Other than that, they have excellent eyesight. Oh. Great whites don't produce sound. What's that mean, don't produce sound? It means, like, I guess, they don't have, like, a call. Cool, that's true of most fish, isn't it? Most shark, uh, water-based creatures. I wouldn't like to guess. Well, actually, dolphins pop up and make that weird noise, don't they? Yeah. Do a dolphin impression, and No. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, for the good of the pod. <coughs> no, that was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Chewy! <laughs> god, let's hear yours. <clears throat> you are. Let's hear yours. Oh my god. <laughs> that was slightly better, I think, and that was shit. <laughs> oh. oh dear. <clears throat> I don't know if that was a goat. <laughs> but it's a bit like a goat. <laughs> a goat in water. It's nearly oh, a dolphin. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. 
No, mine was the guy from Jurassic Park just before you get eaten. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, so those were our picks. Strongly, strongly recommend what we do in the shadows. Doesn't matter if we've spoiled anything there because it's just It's just funny watch. anyway, yeah. I think I liked it more the second time I watched it. Very good film. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm going to just quickly mention? <laughs> oh, God, that, that scene when they're having dinner and he says, Michael, is it Michael or Johnny? I can't remember his I name. I think Michael he? sounds right. And he says, how are your worms? And they go, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, we took that from Lost Boys. We put, we put a twist on it. And he goes, your penis is a python. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you. Know, the twi- man, the twist. And I thought, fuck me, that's so good. I just liked it. They referenced it. Mm. Yeah, like they've that's been watching um, vampire yeah. movies. And... and when he eats the chip. <laughs> and he says, your yeah. chips are worms. And he goes, no, it doesn't work on chips. <laughs> <laughs> and then he eats it in Jermaine, one of his names, goes, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and then he's just spewing his load up. Yeah. Oh, God. But oh, yeah, yeah I'm they can't gonna... eat, can they? I forgot about that. No, yeah. I just thought, shit, man. Really, really, really good. <laughs> and, like, when they do get to, like, when Wakiki, or whatever his character's name is, actually gets to, gets a victim... And he screws it up and there's blood going everywhere. He's going like, oh, everywhere, shit. yes. Oh, shit. Oh, he's the main artery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we've gushed about that. Everyone yeah. go and watch that. Too much. Yeah. Brilliant film. Currently free on Prime, but things go from Prime all the time, so just go watch it. Yeah. Uh, right, let's let's move on. Let's pick our... Well, not move on. Still Netflix Prime, but we're going to pick our next films. Uh, Netflix film is going to be another uh, one starring well, I can't remember his name Jermaine Clement um, and Aubrey you know her name Aubrey Plaza Aubrey Plaza I know nothing about this film just that those two are in it and I love them both so An Evening with Beverly Lufflin eyes uh-huh. on Netflix um, and for our prime fic, uh, pick we're picking Beast which I've put it on my list of things to watch. I can't remember why, but Dave knew about it and said it looked good, so we're going with it. And we'll we'll talk Umbrella Academy as well next time. Oh yeah, finished, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk Umbrella Umbrella Academy. So if you can, if you want, if you've got any interest in that, give that a watch, and we'll talk spoilers on that too. Uh, so that's it. Oh no, we didn't talk about Get Out, did we? We'll do that post. Oh. We'll do that post outro. That'll be our outro bit. Okay. Okay, so let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening. This has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. If you want to catch us on Twitter, you can get me on at Anthony Hulse. Um, if you want to get Dave, he's currently not on Twitter, but if you tweet at We Don't Go Out, um, I'll get any messages to him that he hasn't seen. Uh, the Instagram is at We Don't Go Out. Uh, thank you for listening. So, Get Out. Get Out. I loved it. This is the mm, best new film I've seen in ages. Because I really like what we do in the shadows, but I had seen that before. But I watched Get Out this morning, and oh my God, I loved it. I thought, um, at the start, when she talks about her dad, saying, oh, he would have voted for Obama, he'll tell you about that. Mm. Straight away then, I knew there was something odd about her character. Oh, did you? Yes. That's not me trying to be a clever dick. That was just me say, thinking, hmm, it's not the sort of thing you like. It just felt odd. Mm. But then I kind of got a bit back on side with the, the point when, you know, when they get pulled out and she's like, you don't need to see driver's license. But then at the end, you're like, yeah, of course, she didn't want him to see the driver's license. Do you remember? I remember that, but why? I'm not following. Because she wouldn't want the sheriff to know that that person was in town. So when oh. the missing person's papers go up, he wouldn't remember seeing him. Yeah, I didn't really, name, you know? I didn't really give that any thought after just the racial yeah. prejudice that was being shown there and how that <clears> was just sort of the thing. Because that's a massive yeah. theme in the in the film. Yes, it plays yeah. in it really well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's balanced out really, really uh, well, isn't it? The way, you know, um, oh, God, I've lost my train of thought. Sorry, I've just seen something on TV. You take <laughs> over. Go on. 
Well, yeah, it's the whole racial thing's balanced really well because you just, yeah, you just assume they're racist as fuck, but it turns yeah. out they're actually just fans almost. They yes. all want to be or have or live in um, a black person's body for some for some reason. That's what they've all decided. They literally say black is back in fashion or something. Yeah, and they all want it. It's to- hard because like. Oh God! Like, is it because, is it one of them's because it's, he's physically better? One of them. Uh, yeah, her little brother, who's who nearly ruins it all by being a bit of a dick and drunk. Not ruins yeah. the film, but ruins like he just raises too much suspicion, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's like, with your physique, if you really pushed yourself, you know, your genes. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's just really playing up the black people are more athletic and sports. Yeah. He's like, you could really, yeah. you could really be something. And he's like, mm, okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he he almost blows it for the whole family. I was never sure on her, the the girlfriend. Not until yeah. he found the pictures. And even then, I thought, does she know? Does, does she know? Is she hypnotized <clears throat> to lure black people back mm-hmm. to the house? Oh, see, I mean, you never thought about that one, yeah. Because mm, I, th- I just... Her, their relationship seemed so proper. Like, yeah. good. she seemed to, like, back him up, be on his side, feel that racial awkwardness with him. Mm-hmm. Even before they got to the house with that scene with the police. And the yeah. room, I was like, yeah, she, she gets it. And she's already, like, prepping him about how he's going to say awkward, racist... Not racist, but racial things about Obama and stuff and how he loves mm-hmm. it. It's just all really awkward. And she seemed to be like, she was aware of that, knew that, and had his back the whole time. Yeah. So I, I thought, okay, they've hypnotised her. She's a, she's one of their pawns. Even when he found the pictures of like all her other, all the other people she'd brought back to have the procedure. Yeah. I thought, okay, she, maybe she doesn't know. Mm. And then it turns out, yeah, she's absolutely yeah. on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved it. I was so because when when that cop car arrived at the end, yeah. I was like, oh man, it's going to be someone who knows about it, and it's like they've got the police in their pocket. Yeah, I was sure that was. Gonna, I thought this could end like badly for him. Still, I thought he could still end up dead, and the whole thing goes un. I'm right. sure I read that Jordan Peele filmed or he had storyboarded two endings and one was where he got killed at the end. Mm. But I, I think he came to the... I, I could be completely wrong here, but he came to the conclusion that the film needed a happy ending. Mm. I think he did need a happy ending because, you know... <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it needed to get away. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know how he's going to... What happens after that scene... Because he's he has killed people and he's burnt the evidence yeah. to the ground. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe he just won't report it. God knows. But I mean, so I, I loved. It. I thought that was brilliant. How he escapes mm. um, with the um, it's the chair, isn't it? He's scratching the chair. Mm. Is that right? And he pulls a piece of wire out the chair, does he? Yes. What is stuffing? It's wool. I think. <clears throat> yeah. uh, I think the proper term is wadding. He pulls the yeah. wadding out. And stuffs it in his ears. That's it, yeah. So he can't hear because he's got this um, video playing that sends him to sleep in hypnosis state, doesn't he? Yeah. That seems really good. The way he fought, oh, what did he say? Um, excuse me. Fall into the ground. <coughs> and and there kind of... goes. Now you're in the sunken place. And Didn't then... you tell him to fall into the ground though at first? Um... Maybe, actually, yeah. In the very be. first time she hypnotises him and then he falls over and he kind of, like, just sinks and then the camera watches him sink from the chair down. Yeah, and he's, he's like, looking at what he could see through, like, a window that he's yes. a long way away yeah. from. Yeah. yeah, like his mind's eye. And, yeah, and he's screaming and he's, like... He's not stood, he's, like, suspended, he's, like, in water almost and he can't get back. So good. Like, the, yeah. it's a really good visual thing. Yes, for, yes, very powerful. How he's like feeling, yeah, very yeah. good. Has it excited you more for us? Yes, I can't wait for us. I want us now. Yes, it's April, isn't it? This month is it? Is it April? 
I want to see Could, that. I think it is April, actually, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I'll be going to see that. That's that, like that, a different that looks, type of horror, that does. Yeah, I was going to say, if that looks more horror, I'm not yeah. even sure you could class Get Out as horror. Um, I think it comes under the horror umbrella, mm. but in a kind of different genre, like, you know, let's say, like, hereditary. Mm. Now, because that's kind of like a psychological horror, and then it gets kind of like brutal towards the end, doesn't it? Yeah, that's like two different horror types in one film. Yeah. But Get Out, I don't know, there wasn't much like, there was no jump scares or super no. gory stuff, it's just creepy. Yes. Mm, really Yeah, good. really, really uh, unsettling. Yeah. I think that's the word you're looking for, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I loved but, it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. And I think... It's going to sound bad. This is, but I think what makes you all un- uneasy is every time there's not every time, but almost every time there's a white person on screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know some people might take that, but you do. You feel that. Yeah, because you're on his side. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're only so because you know he's a good lad, a good kid. And he comes across as a good kid, doesn't he? In the film, he's portrayed as a good kid. Yeah, you know he's done nothing wrong. Basically, you, yeah, and you don't know really, what they're doing, what their plan is. Yes. Or, yeah, because you do know, because there are black people in it, that yeah. they've got two house servants yeah. who are just... Wrong. They're the relatives, aren't they? In their bodies, aren't they? Yes, yeah, grandma, grandma and grandpa. Yeah. But they, they're they not that when the guests and stuff are around. Although they are when the guests are there. It's just when Chris is around, they act as if they're the servants of the house. Yeah. She she has a great scene, doesn't she? The um, the grandma when yeah, the she's no, trying no, no to scene. she's trying to she's trying to is it? Would you say? I suppose get out. Is she trying to get out? Like the you know like oh the um, real the real the real woman woman's... is trying to yeah she's like trapped, isn't she? I can't she's remember in, what she's says. in there. Yeah, he says something, doesn't she? She cried. that's a really really good piece of acting that was. Yeah, that was she was brilliant when she's going no. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was creepy. It. Yeah. It's just not, it's not right. It's just a bit off kilter. And the granddad was really weird. It's actually, I'm quite shocked that even when I speak to people now and they say, have you seen Get Out? And they're like, no, they have no idea about the premise or, you know, there's been no spoil. You know, like, where's the sixth sense? If you didn't get to watch it in the first month, yeah. someone was ruining it for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, with Get Out, it still seems like it's quite unknown even though it made a shitload of money mm. you know like you can still happily watch it without having it ruined for you mm. I mean we haven't really given well we have given away really but not fully well not not fully you haven't like kind of explained it all because no there's a bit more to it than that yeah oh it's really good though <clears throat> yeah I it's really popular. really enjoyed it I actually nearly bought it a couple of weeks back you know Three for twenty from HMV, but I've held off. Mm. Blu-rays. I was going to buy it on Blu-ray. I was going to buy that and um, Rosemary's Baby, but I couldn't find a third film I wanted. Mm. I probably should have bought um, Happy Death Day to you. I don't know that one. Oh no, Happy Death Day, not Happy Death Day to you. That's a sequel. Oh, haven't you seen Happy Death Day? No. Oh, it's really good. It's, I wouldn't say it's high concept. Um, it's about a girl. And she obviously dies every day and then wakes up the same day, like Groundhog Day. And she, this this serial killer, this, uh, you know, like screaming a mask, he keeps mm. killing her every day in different ways and she embraces him, you know, has fun, a bit of fun with it. Um, <clears throat> but then obviously she's, she gets fed up with the loop and she wants it to end. So she mm. has to find out who the killer is and so they stop it. Mm. And it's, it's really good. It's a really good, uh, cheesy film. Is that Netflix? Where did you see that? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I watched it at the cinema. I think I did. Uh, but it, it's not on Netflix yet. It might pop up because it's a Jason Blumhouse film. So, um, <clears throat> well, he produces, doesn't he? So it could pop up at some point. Mm. But if it does, I'll let you know. But have a look for it on Prime or Netflix. But it's, it's a good little horror film, that is. It's not on Netflix for sure. No, I don't think it is. The babysitter pops up if you put Happy Death in. That was a great yeah, film a as well. Film. Yeah, really good film that was. Let me do a quick search on... You know what? I'm waiting to come on one of these services. Isle of Dogs. I'm desperate to see that. <laughs> oh, it's not on Prime, but it's on It's on there to buy, but it's not on Prime. No. 
Oh, that other film with um, the one I mentioned earlier was called Terminal. That looks quite good on Prime. What was that with Margot Robbie? Yeah, it's British. Is it? Yeah, it's got loads of British actors in it. Director, I don't know his name, but you might know him. Um, Vaughan Steen. No, I don't know that name. What's his previous work? Uh, doesn't mention any. Yeah, the people in it are Simon Pegg, Dexter mm-hmm. Fletcher, Mike Myers, randomly, Max Irons, Catherine Cass. What's he called? Uh, Terminal. Yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> mm. But they're not like affecting American accents, they are being British. British. Yeah, I think it's set in Britain. After look at that, what's that on Prime? On Prime, yeah. I watched the trailer. I don't know why it popped up, it probably popped up because I watched Itonia. Yeah. And it's Margot Robbie as well. Amazon are good at pushing new stuff, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they are. 